The following podcast may contain mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Think Stuff podcast. This is my podcast. That's why I called it that, because it's mine. It's all mine. If you're new, welcome. On this podcast, I just talk about things that I think about. And I think about a lot of things. And I try to have fun. I try to keep it light and have a good time and laugh. I I like to make people laugh. And I think about things a little bit differently sometimes. But I like to have fun. And I hope you enjoy it. If If you've been listening and you've been enjoying it, I hope that you have. Um, But let's just get into it. All right, people. We are almost to the weekend. By the time this hits, it will probably be the weekend. So you made it. Look at you. Look at yourself. Just look at yourself in the mirror. Gaze upon yourself and just look at it. So I'm kind of worn out and tired. I still have some weekend work ahead of me, but it's all good. I have to podcast. I'm addicted to the podcasting. (laughs) But a lot of awesome stuff is happening. Um, I haven't checked for a few days, but last time I looked, I'm getting close to a thousand downloads. And two big time podcasters and people that have been doing it for a while, they might say, man, that's small potatoes. I get that on the intro of my podcast. Well, that's big to me and that's exciting to me. And I'm psyched about that, that there are enough strange birds in the world to check me out. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I've also found a lot of awesome podcasts since I've been doing this, like more indie podcasts. And, oh, man, there's so many good podcasts. And the people are so nice. The people that I've I've communicated with, um, other podcasters are just super cool and supportive and just awesome people. And uh, I like to listen to other people's other people's podcasts and what they have to say Um, because podcasting to me is a creative outlet and it's a creative outlet that has been kind of missing from my life for a lot of years I think the last time that I found satisfaction like this you know in this area of my life was when I played music um, when I was a teenager and maybe 20 up until I was about 20 I played in a couple different bands but I didn't appreciate it as much you know how when you're a a teenager maybe some of you were like good good kids and you combed your hair and tucked your shirt in but I mean I thought the world owed me and I deserve this but now I'm just really grateful and I feel really blessed to have found um this and and the people are just awesome like i said and a guy got in touch with me 
and this tripped me out. A guy got in touch with me from the other side of the world. And he um, he said, can you come onto my podcast? And I was like, what? Have you heard my podcast before, man? Have you listened to my podcast before? I didn't say that. I just thought that. <laughs> I just thought that, like, man. But, uh, but evidently had, and, you know, hopefully we can work out the logistics of that. Because I think that that would be fun um, to do. And I'll let you know when and if that happens. So, so. Let me tell you what I have been thinking about this week, and I'll just jump right into it. I'm not very good. You've noticed I'm not very good at transitioning. Like, I don't have smooth transitions. I actually tried, back towards the beginning, I tried more to transition smoothly when I would talk about different things, you know, and I try to tie it all together and put a little bow on it. But now, I'm, I mean, that's not how my mind works. My mind is random. And I can be having one thought and it, it goes to something just totally crazy, you know? And so that's kind of how this podcast is. And so I'm sorry if the flow ain't all that good. I listened to some Wu-Tang Clan today. And that's like, that's the to me, Wu-Tang Clan put out the best hip-hop album ever, which is called 36 Chambers. And I'm old school hip-hop. And I really don't, I don't understand a lot of this new hip-hop because when I hear it, it just sounds, you know, it sounds kind of like da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But I mean, the Wu-Tang, the Wu-Tang Clan, that, that takes me back to my youth. And if you have not heard 36 Chambers and you're a hip-hop fan, maybe you're younger and you haven't, or I'm sure you've heard of the Wu-Tang Clan, but just look up 36 Chambers and listen to it from beginning to end and then get back to me. You can even hit me up on Twitter and tell me how awesome it is or that I'm just old. (laughs) But... I was listening to them a little bit today, so hopefully my flow is tighter. I hope that my flow is tight. I want a tight flower is what I want. Um, but, I mean, I like all kinds of music. I can talk to you about Wu-Tang Clan and then turn around and talk about Frank Sinatra or Johnny Cash or, you know, I don't know a lot about the Post Malone, but maybe you could teach me some things about the Post Alright, so with that I'll transition into this. So I think that I've said on a podcast or two before that I have allergies. And, you know, not that that's like some interesting fact you need to know about the guy that's talking into your ear right now. But I have allergies, especially in the spring. You know, there's so much pollen, everything's blooming. Um... And so they just act up. So a couple days ago, I was at work and I was just thinking, man, these allergies suck. You know, I'm tired of this. And I took some Benadryl. I took some Benadryl a couple nights before. But when you take Benadryl at night, 
when when I get up in the morning, I just am like a zombie. I'm just a, uh, and I don't like that because I am a morning person. I'm one of those people. I'm. I mean, once I have a half a cup of coffee, I'm good to go. You know, I am. I'm just happy and everything's good. You know, and so I don't like taking Benadryl. Just because it, it ruins my morning times where I like to be helping great people and say, how are you doing? Give me a hug. So I was just like, man, these allergies suck. I wish that there was something that I could do more, you know, or, you know, hopefully the spring and the blooming is about the bad parts about over, you know. So I started thinking about that little, like that little rhyme that, that you learn when you're a kid. And uh, the one that's April showers bring May flowers. And I know that it's not May, you know. But I was just thinking of pollen, so I thought of that little, the little ditty. And, you know, the whole thing is April showers bring May flowers, but what do May flowers bring? Pilgrims. And so I started thinking about pilgrims. And when I was thinking about the pilgrims, I started thinking about the Indians, right? And when I thought about the pilgrims and the Indians, then I started to think about when I was young and when we would get together, like, playing on, uh, like, Thanksgiving get-togethers and stuff, and we would actually play in certain, like, if a big group got together for... um Thanksgiving, we would play Pilgrims and Indians. And I always wanted to be the Indian. I always wanted to be the Indian when I was young. I just like playing Indians. It's fun, you know? What do Pilgrims get? You know, Pilgrims now, now that I'm older, Pilgrims got that tight hat, you know? Like the big tall hat with the belt buckle on it. That's a pretty cool hat. I would pose in that hat. It's kind of like the hat uh, Pharrell wears. Isn't that how you say it, Pharrell? It's not feral, like a feral cat. It's Pharrell, the guy that sings the happy song. I love that song. The one-off Minions or uh, Despicable Me. I guess that's not really like a pilgrim's hat. That's kind of like a bounty. I'm a bounty. Okay, that's getting way off. But that song's good. So I was thinking about, you know, I always wanted to be a little Indian, a little Indian boy. But, you know, you got to dress up. You had the vest, you know. You had the headband with a with a feather. You had the bow and arrow, the unsafe bow and arrow that they don't sell anymore for children because it was dangerous. Because the arrows were made of wood. And, I mean, you could, like, shoot somebody's eye out. You know, we probably tried. Um, but I survived. But, uh, you know, and you had the loincloth that went over your little 80s shorts, the little Daisy Dukes. Uh, who doesn't want to be an Indian? What do you get if you're a pilgrim? You know, some roughly, a ruffled shirt and a big tall hat with a belt wrapped around it. But, so, now I'm... I am a responsible adult. I am not a child anymore. And I had the thought at that point, 
like if I could wake up tomorrow and I had to choose whether to be a pilgrim or an Indian, which one would I be? Yeah, and I pondered this for a while. I thought about this for a while, people. And you might say that's dumb, but have you thought about it? If you were faced with that, see, I know what I would do. Do you know what you would do? I would want to be an Indian. I decided that. I debated it. I went over it in my head. I'd still want to be an Indian. And I don't know if it's the little kid inside me or, you know, if that's like a mature adult, you know, thing. I I think that it's kind of a mature adult decision that I want to be an Indian because I weighed things out. I thought about it logically in a way that I didn't think about it when I was a kid, you know, and here's the deal. When the pilgrims got here, you know, and please just know that I'm talking about all this ignorantly, (laughs) but when the pilgrims got here, you know, I remember, you know, learning that a bunch of them died on the way over here, just on the boat, you know, and, and, uh, You know, so that sucks. So when they got here, they were like, man, this sucks. You know, half of us died, man. This is terrible. You know, and the Indians are already over here. So they're chilling, you know. They got the lay of the land. They're just walking around. They're doing cool stuff. They're dressed comfortably. Dressing comfortably is very important to me. So... You know, if that's a factor in my decision-making, then so be it. Because that's a factor in my everyday life, is dressing for comfort. is something that I think about and I take very seriously. I I want to be comfortable. I don't want to look terrible. But if you say, all right, you can either look good or you can be comfortable, you know, I will choose the latter. So the Indians were over here, and they were chilling, man. And and they walked up to the pilgrims. See, I'm giving you a little history lesson. And they were like, what's up, pilgrims? You know, how? Or whatever they said. And the pilgrims were like, well, how are you doing? Yeah. And, you know, they kind of taught them some things the Indians did, you know, about crops and growing stuff and surviving in this great land and the thing about it is is that the indians had the advantage like hands down they had the advantage at first i know that a lot of bad things happen to to indians in the united states and i'm not going to go into all that it's terrible and depressing and horrible but at first they definitely had it going on you know you cannot deny that you know the pilgrims I guess they were more civilized. And so if that's something that's important to you, like being civilized and living in cabins and, you know, like a house-like structure and dressing like somebody that, you know, it's civilized, I guess that that's, that would be what you would want to do. Um, You know, they read and... You know, they were more educated, I guess. But, you know, the Indians had street smarts, you know. And street smarts 
are very important because street smarts will help you to survive in harsher places, I guess. You know, where things that you can't learn in books, the Indians had back then. You know, like, don't eat those berries. They might kill you or give you the runs, you know? So you don't want to be walking around with the runs, man. And they did learn, I'm sure, what berries gave you the runs. Don't you think? But the thing that I thought about, all right, I'm going to be an Indian. I want to be an Indian. That's what I would pick, you know? And I made peace with it. And I was like, all right, now I can move on with my day. We got that out of the way. But then I started thinking about loincloths, you know? And then I started thinking of all the things that could go wrong with loincloths. Here is is what I think about loincloths. When you wear a loincloth, there is no room for error. <laughs> and see, I don't know if they wore anything under their loincloth. You know, if you're a historian, you know, from the Smithsonian Institute, and you're listening to this podcast, you might be like, pull out your spectacle and put it over your eye and look at my dumb picture on your phone or computer and say glending stuff. You just don't know the the garb that Indians wore back then. I might not. But if you have a loincloth on, what's the point of wearing britches underneath it? You know? Answer me that. If you have a loincloth on, there's no point of wearing britches. If I have a loincloth on, I'm not wearing britches. That's one of the good things about wearing a loincloth. You know, maybe in the winter you would have to do something, you know, but in the winter, switch to britches, your beaver skin britches or whatever, you know, and do away with the loincloth. You don't need the loincloth, you know, in the winter to say I've figured it out. I think like an Indian because that's what I picked to be. So. I thought about loincloths, and I was like, man, some stuff can go wrong with that. You know, one wrong move, you know, and it would be bad. Um, you know, pretty much, essentially what you have when you have a loincloth is it's like a pair of tighty-whities. Or, let me think, maybe like like bikini briefs. And the bottom is just cut out, and it's just the it's just flapping on both sides. It's flapping, and you're flopping. That's how a loincloth works, people. And so I started thinking about that, and I was like, man, I guess that'd be comfortable. I, they would get you. You might get tired of flipping and flopping. Flip it to the flip flop. See, that's the Wu Tang inspiration flowing through me, people. And uh. I thought about that and I was like, that would be a downfall. Because when you came around like the pilgrims, you know, and they're all dressed like Englishmen and English women. I guess that could get awkward, you know, if you were squatted down teaching them how to plant corn, that could get weird. Well, that just got weird all fast. Squanto, what's up with that? <laughs> So I was just thinking about that, and I'm sorry. I really did. All of those thoughts. But, uh, but yeah, I would pick to be an Indian. And you should think about what you would want to be, you know? And it's something that you need to be ready to 
deal with in your life. But I have an imagination and I think about stuff constantly. The people that listen to my podcast know this and people that are close to me know this. And I usually don't have anywhere to just dump it all out or to get it all out or to even laugh at myself because it's just utterly ridiculous sometimes. But it helps me to not take life too seriously and to have fun. And so the next thing that I want to talk about, that's a smooth transition. Smooth like sandpaper, baby. Like a smooth piece of sandpaper. But the next thing that I want to talk about today is uh, conspiracy theories. All right. And I have been interested in conspiracy theories dating back to when I was a child. Like, I have this imagination, and I really had an imagination when I was really young. And I think that, I think that back then I would just get lost in thought, you know? I would just think about something, and I would just get lost in it. And I think that today, you know, the the being a grown, mature adult, I'm a mature adult, I still have a little piece of that in me, and I try to feed it and hold on to it. And I think that if you have that, that you should do the same thing. Any kind of creative outlet, um, any kind of creative outlet that you think about, you should do, just try it out and go with it because it's a good thing. I was talking to a friend um, the other day, and he was talking about wanting to get into photography. And I was like, dude, you should totally get into it if that's something that you're interested in. Because when he talked about it, you know, I I heard uh, his tone change, you know, like it was something that he was very interested in. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you should totally do it. And then um, I didn't talk to him for a couple of days and he texted me today and was like, I went to the camera store and got a camera and that made me happy because even though that's not my thing, I love when people, um, creatively express themselves like adults, especially because when you're young, you know, you're, you're, you're full of wonder and you're full of curiosity and you're creative just the thoughts that you have are creative just the stuff that that kids draw and cut like pictures they make they're so creative and I think that as we get older we just kind of I don't know if it's the harsh um realities of the world um like the cold harsh truths that we learn that just kind of harden us up. Um, I don't know if it's that because kids are like playing and make believe and one thing to the other, to the next toy. And, you know, adults just like, it's like the grind, you know, every day, oh, give me, oh, this, gotta do this, gotta do the nine to five, gotta pick up this and that and the dry cleaning. I don't pick up dry cleaning. I don't even dry clean nothing. (laughs) But 
I think that it's important to, man, I kind of went on a rant, but I think that it's important to, you know, to feed that wonder, you know, it's really, there's a lot of people that do. There's so many artists and there's so many people that have hobbies and things that they do, whatever it is, you know, whatever it is. If you like to whittle a stick and that just makes you, you whittle all kind of stuff in your stick, you go ahead and whittle your little stick. So I don't know who does that, but if you do that, man, that's cool. But back to conspiracy theories. You know, speaking of all this random stuff, conspiracy theories, all right? So I've had a fascination with conspiracy theories since I was but a boy. I was but a boy. And uh, and this is my take on them, even now, pretty much. So when I hear about a conspiracy theory, my brain automatically accepts it as truth like immediately accepts it as truth i'm more the kind of people per i'm more the kind of people i'm this kind of people all right i'm the kind of person that when i hear about a conspiracy theory you don't have to convince me to believe it i'll just believe it <laughs> or i want to believe it as a child like as a kid or as a young teenager or whatever I would immediately believe it and then convince me that it's not real. That's the mentality that I had, which is kind of flip-flop from, I guess, the way that most people um, process things like that. Um, But, you know, there is still this part of me that when I hear about a conspiracy theory, I immediately want to believe it because there are so many and there are some far-fetched ones that if they are true, that I think the world would be a cooler place <laughs> if some of these things were true. Now, some of them, not so much, yeah? But... I still have that in me. Like, if I'm in the store and I'm checking out and I see the cover of, like, the National Enquirer and I'll see, you know, Elvis, which I love Elvis. Elvis, thank you very much, baby. He's the king. Um, You know, he's alive, dude. He's been alive this whole time. He was spotted. You know, being an Elvis fan and being a fan of conspiracy theories, immediately in my brain, I have the thought, well, he's he's alive. There's his picture, you know. And then the the other part of me, the skeptic, will be like, "Dude, seriously? Are you seriously having this thought?" And it's like this inward struggle that I have, you know, with conspiracy theories. And it's like two different people. Not that I'm like split personality. That's not what I'm saying. But there's a logical side to me and then there's like this this little kid that's like whoa yep believe it believe it you know and there's so many conspiracy theories and and i've been listening to podcasts lately that you know talk about some of them and i've really enjoyed them i've really enjoyed these podcasts but there's so many podcasts and i'll discuss some of them in future you know 
episodes. Um, Elvis, I love Elvis. Um, UFOs, of course, that's a big one. Unidentified flying objects. I discussed that in the beginning of my last podcast. <laughs> and a really weird, that got weird. Uh, JFK, that whole thing. The Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle. That's one that I really enjoy reading about and watching stuff about. Um, and it's all, it's almost disappointing when you're really into a conspiracy theory and then you read something or you watch something that disproves the conspiracy theory, you know, and you're just like, man, that's a bummer. That would have been so cool. Yeah. But, you know, there have been conspiracy theories that panned out that, you know, were legitimately real. I think the thing about them is that, that I like about them is that it leaves a lot it's limited information you know it's not like blah black and white information is before you it leaves a lot of room for imagination you know and i think that that's why i developed some, such an interest in them when i was young but uh the the first one that i got big time into okay and you might be like that's dumb you're an idiot. I hate you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I hope you know, Amy. No, Amy, please. But the first conspiracy theory that I've really got into was Bigfoot. Sasquatch. Bigfoot. You have this big, huge, I think, very intelligent creature, you know, from everything that I've seen. And he's eluded everyone all this time. Um, all the sightings of Bigfoot, though. But... Alright, don't, don't, I don't want to lose you here. Just, just, just walk with me through this, alright? We're here, we're already here. You know, let's just go through it together. Um, Bigfoot, I immediately believed in. You know, there's pictures. But they're fuzzy. Well, the people were nervous, you know? If you saw Bigfoot, you wouldn't be like, okay. Let's get another take, you know, and you didn't have an iPhone that took a hundred pictures a second. You know what I mean? They had back then what they had was they had nine millimeter cameras. No, <laughs> this is eight millimeter, eight millimeter, nine millimeters a gun. What they had was a gun camera. They had like the eight millimeter, the famous video of Bigfoot, you know, and I watched that. Man, I watched, I checked out books. I went to the library and checked out books. I watched VHS cassettes about the Bigfoot, the Sasquatch. And I mean, they had people breaking down how they bent their legs, how they walked. A human in an outfit cannot walk that way. And these footprints are consistent. Or these footprints are not consistent. And I just got so into that because I was like, this is great. You know? And I saw another picture where there was a big, white, fuzzy Bigfoot. And I was like, well, that one's really fuzzy because it was really big. And the people were really scared of that one. That was my explanation as a kid. And cameras weren't as good back then. Everybody knows that cameras weren't as good back then. And uh, and so I would make excuses and they'd be like, no, no. But that one was cool because that was like albino Bigfoot. You don't see very many albino Bigfoots. 
but Harry and the Hendersons. Harry was not an albino Bigfoot. That's a good 80s movie. Harry and the Hendersons. That's original. John Lithgow was in that. It's not his best work by far. His best work, John Lithgow's best work. Since we're on the topic of John Lithgow right now, John Lithgow or Lithgow, I think it's Lithgow. Anyway, his best work is he was the Trinity Killer on Dexter Season 4, which is my favorite TV show, my favorite television show. Dexter Season 4, John Lithgow was a Trinity Killer. By far, I think, the best season of Dexter. If you haven't seen it, check it out, since we're talking about Dexter right now. But I just like to, to, I just liked to think about that when I was young. And I still like to think about it. And still from time to time, I'll watch, um, I'll watch things about conspiracy theories. And about maybe, maybe nine or ten podcasts ago, I talked about H.H. Holmes, which is said to be by some America's first serial killer. And if you've never heard of H.H. Holmes, go back and listen to that and, uh, and watch like a documentary documentary on H.H. Holmes. There's some on YouTube you could even check out. Um, but he was a crazy guy um, who built a big murder hotel in Chicago. But there was a conspiracy theory that his body was not buried. Um, you know, he got caught and he got hung. And he was such a con man. He was like a con artist, crazy psychopath. That there was, it was rumored that he had, they had used a cadaver in the place of his body and let him go. And so that was a conspiracy theory. And they just exhumed his body recently to prove his family wanted to prove that it was really him in the grave, um, which it turned out to be. But, you know, just conspiracy theories like that are are really fascinating, you know, to think about. And they're cool and they're fun. And I don't know about Bigfoot. You know, if I see one, I'll tell you guys. You guys will be the first people that I tell if I see a Bigfoot. Which I think that I live in a part of the country where, um, you know, there could be. If they were real, they would be wandering around somewhere in the woods and the mountains. But anyway, I think that I think that that is a big part of why I enjoy being um a parent. Um parenting to me by far um has been the greatest, most rewarding, awesome experiences of my life. Um I think that I would rather well, no, I know that I would rather have a conversation with, you know, my kids than with grown adults because they have that imagination and they have that want, that wonder and that innocence, you know? Like, there's a lot of things in life that you go into and you have an innocence that you bring from your childhood. And there are some things that you can't learn you know your parents can't protect you from 
certain lessons that you need to learn, you know, or the people that take care of you when you're young. You know, once you spread your wings, you've got to learn some things the hard way. You know, you've got to learn about disappointment. You've got to learn about heartbreak. Um, you've got to learn about um, stress, stresses, financial stresses. Um, you've got to learn about how to deal with certain people and talk to certain people. Um, you've got to learn all these things that are not always easy to learn. And, you know, I think that that being a parent is like the most important job in the world and it's like the most rewarding thing ever but getting to see and help shape a young mind um not that i'm like i'm this podcast i cut up and have a good time but a lot of this is what's going on in my head (laughs) and it's not i just don't walk around okay random blah um but I think that being a parent and seeing that and experiencing, um, watching, you know, a a child develop and get older, um, but just seeing their imagination is like so beautiful. It's such a beautiful thing and it's such a rewarding thing. And I've said this before, maybe not on this podcast, but I think that, I think that parenthood, it's the one thing that I've found in my life that, um, that I feel a hundred percent like I was born to do this, you know, like you find your calling, I guess it is. And it's been the most rewarding experience of my life, you know, and it's something that in all seriousness is like the best. It's the best but you know i think that i think that from my childhood um personally i think that from my childhood i brought some of that innocence and wonder and imagination with me like it's left over like i had i had a um what do they call it when you have too much of something not an excess i had a surplus of that stuff you know i had a surplus of imagination and so as an adult you know, I'm still, you know, I might be, I ha- might have a shopping cart with, you know, bread and milk and vitamins and vegetables in it at the checkout. Like the outward is an adult, you know, and I'm standing there at the checkout. But when I see the National Enquirer, I'm like, what? Okay, it's real. It's it's real. But that's just something funny. But guys, I appreciate you listening. You are awesome. I love you. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about this. Um, about this, I'm having a blast. Episode 24. This is great, man. But uh, I'm transitioning right now. I'm transitioning some things, or I'm going to be transitioning some things um, soon. I'm still fiddling around and playing around with. Um, some recording things and I just want to know how to do it before I just jump in because I made a podcast a few podcasts ago and the audio sucks so I just started from scratch and uh because I want it to sound good or sound better and um 
I really want to bring some people on the podcast. And that's what I want to do because I think that if I'm actually talking to somebody, then I won't feel as crazy. (laughs) No, I don't care. I know I'm crazy. But thank you guys for listening. Um, If you're listening, you know where to find me. But I'm available on several different podcasting platforms. So, you know, if you're listening to me because you saw me here, you know, but you're like, dang, that sucks. I don't like this app or I don't like this website or this platform. Um, This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, Anchor, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. So whatever one of those you're into, that gives you, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six different platforms that you can find me on. Um, You can find me on Twitter, at GlennThinkStuff. Follow me. Um, I tweet a lot. Sometimes I just tweet, you know, hashtag, you know, hacky jokes, <laughs> stupid stuff. Be like, man, you is dumb. You is dumb. But I also retweet um, some podcasts that I listen to, and you know, I support indie podcasts um, because there's so many awesome people. There's so many good podcasts, and there's podcasts for everything. So I do that on Twitter. Um, the email for this podcast is glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com. Glennthinkstuff, all one word, at yahoo.com. If you have a question or if you have a suggestion and you want to hit me up and be like, yo, don't do that anymore, man. That sucks. I didn't like that part of the podcast. Or I enjoyed this part of the podcast. Um, the end. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I enjoyed this part of the podcast, you know, do this more. I want to know, you know, I want to know what you like about this or what you want me to change about this. If you have a question and or you have a topic that you want me to discuss, I'll totally do that. Um, I've done it a few times for a few different listeners and it was fun. You know, I thought about it for a while and then I would throw my two cents in about it. So totally hit me up with any questions you have. Um, I don't want to talk about things that divide people like politics or, you know, anything that, um, would cause division, you know, and it's not because I'm trying to cater to everybody. That's not at all my mindset. I just like in my head, I would like to be able to appeal to a diverse group of people, you know, because I think that laughter And just being crazy, you know, and chilling out and kicking it and having a conversation, you know, I think that that kind of stuff brings people together. And I'm more about that. That's more what I'm passionate about, you know. So if you have just something off the wall, you know, that you want me to talk about and think about, I'll be glad to do that. Email me. um, Just hit me up, you know. Um, Rate review um subscribe do what you do people and thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you for listening and i'll talk to you guys soon